are on. We are live broadcasting on YouTube for our Patreons tonight. Welcome back to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Lights podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Liz. And tonight we're discussing Season 1, Episode 12, What to Do While You're Waiting. Wow. Original air date, January 10th, 2007, written by Carrie Aaron and directed by David Boyd. Summary for this episode. This season centered around the Dillon Panthers and their new head coach, Eric Taylor, as they dealt with the pressure of high school football in Texas and the distractions that come on and off the field. Which is the summary for every, every single episode. episode. Thank you, FNL Wiki. <laughs> that was it? That was oh, it. Yeah, it was but every episode. Pretty much, they're, I think what they're getting at as we are very closely looking at the fact, will Buckley win against Arnett Mead? The playoffs are coming. This is what we've been waiting for. Yeah. And then essentially, hopefully get to state. But the four words I gave you for this episode was served, ego, expectation, and choice which served you and Tish last week, nailed. Yeah. And ego, too. Ego as well. Tish and I were chatting in the Discord. She's like, Liz, we did good. <laughs> well, yes, but we did good. You did, though. <laughs> we did very well with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's start with ego. Ugh. Which, as we said. Really not a good look, dude. Has not to a good look. do it. Smash. So everyone, including Smash, like I said, is obsessed with Friday Night's game because it's Buckley versus Arnett Mead. So if Buckley wins, that means the Panthers will go to the playoffs. Right. Right. So this is very tense. Like nobody usually roots for Buckley, but they're like, they have to, they win. Have to win. Arnett needs to lose so we can go. So Smash and Waverly, they're hanging out at the diner and she's seeing where his head is at because Obviously, he's very obsessed with talking about the game and himself himself. And she feels very ignored. And she wonders if there's any life outside of football that he has. She gets up to leave. And because wouldn't you? Yeah, you like someone's you're inviting me to sit with you. But wouldn't you want to like, I don't know, hear what I have to say or what I like and what I what my interests are. You're just talking about football. I mean, this team, the whole town. Everyone talks about football. So right. besides Tyra and like Julie, maybe sometimes everyone's like, oh, you know, but, go football. But especially this week. I mean, this yeah. is what they've been working for. I get that too. And towards. I, I see how her frustration is coming through. But I also this one week for him to be so obsessed. But he goes over the limit because he's so self-absorbed yes it's not just football absorbed it's i'm smash 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 <laughs> smash in the third person not attractive right and she calls him out on this because he's like how dare you walk out on the smash rule number I one was like i'm s- excuse me don't yeah. disrespect me don't talk to me that way and she wants to know do you have any other interests and because he starts to spiral he says oh yeah i, I have tons of interests i hang out with julia matt all the time and why don't you double date with us so you can see come to the women's booster league rodeo fundraiser and fair oh my god that name it's a mouthful it's a whole mouthful and then she says we'll give the hashtag the waiver lash waiver lash not try. cute you don't like it <laughs> i don't like it I it like is a it. mouthful i like it what would you call them i mean his name is brian i mean i guess we know his name is smash right that's his yeah. nickname yeah i don't know wave lash yeah i mean i guess that's what makes sense i like that she can banter with him she definitely can she comes back oh here's the third person again the waverly isn't gonna stand for it we'll give the waver lash it's yeah funny it's cute i feel like 
if I was in high school and a boy that I had some interest acted like this, I feel like I wouldn't be as, uh, I, I don't not strong is not the right word, but she's just, she's just, she's quick. Yeah. I would not have been quick. I've been like, Oh, haha. Okay, I'm going to walk away. You're talking about yourself in the third person, not like, right. excuse me, who do you think you are? Right, 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 right. Smash does really like Waverly. He's just not used to being treated this way. Do you think he actually likes her? I do. Or the fact that she's not like other girls and just appeases the appeases him and goes along with his banter? You know how it's always like, oh, the one that's different is the one that I like. It's quintessential classic teen television yes she's different that therefore that means i have to like her because she's not like the other girls i think but i also think she's adorable so yeah of course and they've known each other yes they have and she had a glow up apparently and they had a connection when they were younger i think and then to have the connection with the church as well and the families know each other i think he actually does really like her because he's fighting her like you said yes and I think there is a vibe there. There is an attraction there. There's definitely a vibe on both parties. There is. It's not like it's just one-sided. He's trying to pursue her and she's not interested. Right. She does have an interest in him, but she just wishes he would have more of an interest in her. <laughs> like with my, what I like to do. Right. So they go on this double date and Matt tries to give advice to him. Like, you know, maybe you should try listening to her and talking to her and not trying to make her fall for you because of who you are. And at the same time, Julie, she's also trying to convince Waverly that she oh, yeah. was good. She they was hang out job. with Smash all the time. They go to Italian cinema. I mean, I feel like Wave and good. Julie definitely could be friends. For sure. Because they se- seem to have similar interests. Yeah. Poor Julie, she's stuck in the middle. Like, uh, I'll help out Matt and Smash. Right. But she's like, girl, girl to girl, like, you know, I don't, I don't need to lie to you. And we really knew she was. Oh, she caught on because she catches Smash in a lie. Smash is preoccupied at the rodeo with an arm wrestling contest. And so she starts asking him about a concert they attended at UT. He has no idea what she's talking about. He blows her off to take part in this arm wrestling contest. After he wins the arm wrestling contest he looks around and notices she's gone she didn't wait around to see him win this victory she does not care no boy bye yeah you don't want to have interest right besides this then i'm gonna go right so the next day smash goes and he apologizes to waverly which i feel was very genuine yeah he admits he likes himself he's very much so very much and he loves football and he loves attention, and he loves the crowds, and he loves everything that has to do with it. That's just the way that God made him. <laughs> and he also really likes her. Yeah. But if this is going to work out, you have to accept this is who I am. So what do you think? Do you think they're going to continue seeing she each other? She left it open-ended. She, she did. She's like, okay, I'll see you around, Smash. So she calls him Smash, like, okay, I'll play your little game with right. that. Um, I think she'll just see where it goes. I don't yeah. think she's putting like too much weight in it because as I can tell, she's still got some secret. Some secrets about to come out about her. And I was joking. I was like, this is going to be One Tree Hill with Jake Joukowsky and we're going to pan over and there's going to be a baby right there. Sorry if I spoiled that. I mean, it's like yeah, 20 I mean, plus years later. But, come on. you know, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I know we still, we left that 
open. We it's know open. something's happening mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. haven't gone back to it yet. I almost felt like we could have at the end of this episode because we see her walk, wa- watching him walk away. Right. And she's like smiling, like smirking, like, oh, smash. And I'm like, what? Are we going to like turn around? There's going to be something there. Are we going to figure something out? I'm waiting, guys. So it's a slow build. Yes. It better be worth it. Yeah. Is it worth it? Do you think it's worth it? If I remember correctly, yeah. Okay. But but what comes with it, you know, because we still have to see the reveal of Smash using the steroids, steroids mm-hmm. and that is coming, and that to me takes over this situation. Okay, okay I gotcha. Yeah. All right, so let's move it over to served. This has to do with the streets. Heartbreaking. And Coach of the Streets filed a lawsuit against Coach Taylor as he's getting out of his car one day with Tammy. They're pulling into the driveway, and they're both in complete shock. And as the guy hands them the envelope, he's like, you're served. But by the way, what do you think about Friday's game? Do you think Buckley's going to win? Do you think Arnett? Wow, the nerve. Eric's like, I can't even talk. I can't even speak. Coach takes it better than Tammy says this is not personal at first he does right but he says that this is probably what the lawyers told them to do this makes Absolutely. sense yeah Jason is getting the cold shoulder by uh, a lot of people seems like everyone in Dylan besides he, Lila well besides Lila right but he wheels himself to the convenience store to talk to Clint <sighs> Clint doesn't want to be bothered and talk with him and then coach realize coach Jason realizes, oh shit, my parents served coach and he and finds he didn't it out even know. from the paper. So then Jason wheels angrily. Oh, he was like one handed, like, I'm getting the motherfucking down there. Like, he, was, he was sweating. He was pissed. Yeah. yeah. I loved it. It was so good. And he tells his parents and says to his parents, how dare you? How could you do this? I'm the cripple kid. And now we're taking out on the Panthers. You do not go against the Panthers. Everyone knows that. This is the the whole town. The whole town. Loves the Panthers. Football is life. Yeah. Football is life. Football is life. (laughs) But his parents explain, like, this is what we had to do. I love you. I don't know what else to do. We have all these bills. And the coach should have done tackling drills with you. I get it. I totally agree. It's heartbreaking. I agree. Both sides. I know. I know. Because it's a shitty situation. You want to think of the parents as shitty but they are they're not. not they're far from shitty Mitch they're actually Joanne. being really good parents they are so eric goes to see mitch at his place of work and i love this scene because it's very tense but he's whispering oh, yes he is like stern he is but you can tell but, like, he's like I know he doesn't this- want to make a scene he doesn't want to make a scene it's his place of work and he's like i know this didn't come from you I know this wasn't Mitch and Joy. It couldn't be. Like, I, I've been with you guys yeah. for so long. Is this worth it? Do you really want to go against the school? Do you really want to put this through your life? And Mitch is like, I don't have a choice. How about you deal with your kid being handicapped, losing their legs, and then you tell me he how you feel? He can't even say anything to that. He's like, you're right. How how can I back the, my, my argument? Yeah. There is none at that point. Yeah. Kim wants to know, how do you guys feel about Jason's family going through with the lawsuit? Do you agree with the, how the town is reacting? Well, how else are they going to react? They're not going to understand until Coach says, like, they had to do this. I'm o- not okay with it, but, like, I understand why they did that. So you, y'all need to, like, just give them a break. Yeah. But, I I mean, we just said we, 
we understand both sides. Like I understand why they did what they had to do. It's really expensive to have a kid that has medical needs. Yes. I mean, there's only so much insurance can pay for. And he, the dad's saying, well, we had to put up ramps places. Like there's a lot that goes with it. So they need this money. Yeah. And they, and Mitch said, I don't want to sue anyone. I don't, I don't want to be the enemy here. No. Vic wants to know, what do you think is a good way to raise a lot of money? Oh, you know, because they've had fundraisers, right? We had the pancake breakfast and we can have these church yeah. dinners and you can even with Smash's church community, they donated for him for SAT prep. I don't I, I don't know how for the amount. The amount. You need a significant amount of money. Um, I don't know if there's like grants or something like that they can oh, apply for. Right. Or like some sort of I don't want to call it like a discount, like a medical even that, like, right? Yeah, like some something. Yeah. And then Lila was saying, she's like, well, the whole town would help you. And uh, Jason's like, well, how many times are they going to help the crippled boy? Like, you know, what, one time they'll donate. And then the next time it's like, well, why am I continuing to donate? Like, it, yeah. it's going to get you move to be. on. Exactly. So the town necessarily, I don't know if there's something they could do to get together and and raise money somehow i think it's bigger than the town i do too i don't know what would be yeah do you think lila is going to continue sticking by jason during the lawsuit because as jason said Mm -hmm. you don't go against the dylan panthers and jason and lila seem to be moving towards getting back together i mean at this point i think they're back together i know they haven't said it but it's it's like right there. Right. So so just ask that question. Do you think she'll continue sticking by him? I I do. Yeah, me too. I really do. I think um, you know, fool me once, it's on was it fool me once, it's on me, fool me twice, it's on you. No, fool me once, it's on you, you fool me twice, it's, it's on, on me. me. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she's not going to do anything stupid, at least yet. Right. If anything, maybe this would be a conflict of interest with her and her dad, right? Because Buddy is obsessed. Like, guys, praying that they go to state. Like, I was laughing. I'm like, there are bigger things in the world that we should be praying for, Buddy. Um, But, like, so much so he's obsessed that he's praying for them to go to state. So the fact that his daughter is going to be on the opposing side, sitting next to her boyfriend, it's not going to go well. Right. And Jason, who was... Panthers, yeah. one. He doesn't want to be there either. Right. Yeah. He's not going to want to sit on the side of, you know, opposing his coach and his team and the school. He's not going to want to. Oh my God. I can't even imagine. Vic also wants to know do you like Jason and Lila together this time around? It's better. It is, right? It's not my favorite. I also just don't want her to be with Tim. I'm like very firm on that. I'm like, Tim is mine. Michelle and I will share him. Okay. I just, there's something. And, yeah. And it's not even like I want him to be with I just want him to be single. So, <laughs> so we can secretly, so we can be with a sixteen year old secretly date Tim in our minds. Exactly. We're dating him in our minds and our dreams. So woon. Yeah, it, we're so, so we're so sweet. Guys, we were talking off mic how out of all the shows that we've podcasted about all of these gorgeous people that we've come across, and we've had m- many, gorgeous. many crushes on many, many people, but this takes the cake. I do not understand why we are not attracted to this type of grungy Kurt Cobain look, but it's something about that uh, like uh, vibe of Kurt uh, Cobain that you're like, yes, please. <laughs> I know. I was saying this because 
we we were we were going over okay Nathan and Lucas yeah like Julian Julian Seth and Ryan yeah. no one on Gossip Girl nobody on Gossip Girl just the women <laughs> just, just the, the women, women I fawn over <laughs> Kelly Rutherford I'm like yes please Leighton Meester Leighton Meester Blake Lively yeah all of them but then you have you have Taylor there's something Kitch, about Taylor, Taylor Kitch, Kitch in this show thank you welcome to see I, I have came. been saying this for years I've arrived it's just. <laughs> It, he doesn't even have to say anything. He, has, he barely was in this he's episode. He smirked. Which we'll get to. He smirked. But him in that quintessential like 2007's jacket and you're just with the hair that has not been washed in probably days. In years. You know it smells. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It, smel- it, does it smells so bad. matter. He can just smile. Oh my gosh. It's it's Tim- those mysterious <laughs> ones that it's Tim Riggins. I I've... As I said, I have arrived. I didn't here, know here. where I was going until <laughs> today. <laughs> anyway, back to the okay. Jason Lila. It's better a second it's time. It's better a second time around. Yeah. Are they like my OTP? Hell no. But if no. Jason can forgive her, like I said, then I'll forgive her right. for now. So like we said, we do have this rodeo going on. Lila and Jason decide to go together, and it's kind of Jason's debut. We saw him go to the Panthers game, you know, episodes ago. Yeah. And now he's here. It's the first time he's making an appearance at a Dylan event oh, since this came out that his parents are suing tense. Coach. So it's super tense. And we have this emotional stare down if looks get killed between Coach and Jason. I really wanted Coach to just go over and be, I know he could. And he also, I feel he might have, but Jason kind of was like, all right, you're not going to give me anything. And he I think it went wasn't away. the time. It wasn't yeah. the time because the next day, Jason, Jason, <laughs> it's coach and jo- Jason's yes. name. Jason goes to the football field and tells him that the lawsuit wasn't his idea. He knew. It was out of his hands. <gasps> he will always be his coach and they shake hands. Oh. Love so it. we had that moment. We did. And I'm glad that it may- it was in private and they were able to have a conversation. I mean, if we call it that, because Coach didn't say anything back. I mean, maybe after the, you know, the credits <laughs> rolled, he did say something. But, yeah. you know, it was nice to just, they needed that moment because Coach is basically his a pseudo father figure in yes. his life. And he's been with him for a long time. And he just was like, I need you just to know. And, and Coach knew. He's like, I know. I know you didn't do it on purpose. He and I know it. you have to do what you have to do. Yeah. <laughs> so Coach said he didn't take it personal. But do you think as the episode went on, he was starting to take it personal? Yeah, I, I think so. In the beginning, he was really like level-headed with Tammy. And then as the episode progressed, Tammy was trying to support him. And he was just starting to like slowly yeah. feel like, oh, this is not going in my favor. I feel, yeah, like betrayed betrayed a little bit and also the big are we going to the playoffs right so that stress is on him and then he's like got his daughter like throwing like can we can we take care of matt saracen he's like uh just one thing at a time matt will be fine right right so expectation had to do with matt's dad henry and matt handling everything henry decides that he's not going back to iraq did not see that coming whatsoever. But instead, he's going to stay with Matt and his grandma in an attempt to help his dad. Matt goes to see Buddy, which I highly enjoyed in this episode. Yeah. Buddy Garrity is the comic relief. He's comic relief. And asks him if his dad can have a job or if he knows of any prospects. And Buddy's like, you're my QB. You send your daddy right you in here. stay here. You're not going anywhere. I will give your dad a job. <laughs> uh, so yeah. 
even though he gets this job, it has been two weeks since Henry's been there. So here's a reference of time, not at the job, but Henry's been home for two weeks. But things aren't easier. No. Matt is still seeming to take care of everything. It leads him to forgetting his time with Julie at the library. She shows up a little pissed, but once she sees what's (sighs) happening, Matt needs to make dinner. He's trying to make tea for his grandma. His grandma's not allowed to use the stove, so (sighs) Matt's trying to handle everything. She puts her feelings aside. She helps out and takes care of any everything that's going on. Yeah, she's like, you cook. I'll make grandma tea. We got this. We got this. We're a pair. And then I was telling Michelle off mic, I was like, they're so cute because then Matt's like doing something in the kitchen and Julie's doing something. And he's like, by the way, you know, we're, we're going to go Saturday night to see Smash and uh, Waverly and we have to pretend that we're friends with him. And I was just like, it was like they were like an old married couple. It was really sweet and, I, yeah. and just a adorable and i like that julie was like oh i gotta give you a break because i can see that my feelings they need to go and on the back burner now because this is more important like you could barely get it together yeah and this is every day yeah and if the dad being home doesn't even help it doesn't he's having a very hard time adjusting to this expectation of father life (sighs) yeah he's been used to serving in the army for 20 years he's a soldier that's what he's used to doing so having to work a job you know at buddy garrity motors and take care of his mother and a salesman is like not something you just like throw you get thrown into i mean i guess it could be but it that's not for anyone no, it takes a very certain a per- type of person to be a salesman. Yeah, yeah. After Julie helps out with Matt and his grandma, she goes home and she, this is a great scene. She tells her parents, I love you. You're the best parents ever. I love this so Coach much. Coach just smiles and thinks it's so sweet. And Tammy says, no, honey, something is terrible. Something must have happened. And, and Coach is just like, what? He's like so oblivious. And I'm like, like Tammy, like a woman's intuition. Mother, She's like, knowing something is wrong with oh, our child. Honey, no. <laughs> Can you, I love that. So good. It was very clever. And so Julie explains everything that what Matt has to do every single day. She wishes there was something she could do that he could have a break. And like you said, Coach said, nothing's going to squash him. He's like a stink bug. He's a stink bug. They're never going to get him. But it's like, well, this kid needs help. Yeah. And Tammy recognized, she's like, there might be something I can do. This is a lot for a 16-year-old. It's way too much. So Julie brings Matt some frozen meals that Tammy prepared. And Matt shares that he knows his dad is putting a lot of effort in and he can't get mad about it. Talk about this extremely mature scene I was between these two. Blown. I mean, I shouldn't have been blown away because this is just a trait that Matt has where he's so mature and level-headed beyond his years because he's had to be right and just saying that to julie like i can't get mad like oh. and she's like you can though please scream get angry and he's like i i get it and even julie is so mature in this scene yeah. too. she just kisses him like i'm there for you I'm here it's for you. so sweet i hear you oh these two they're very adorable and i before you know i wasn't shipping it but now the more i see them oh. together i'm like this is very just very sweet and genuine yeah yeah. So Matt goes to talk to his dad about him working and understand that I appreciate what you're trying to do here and I appreciate you choosing to stay, but I understand you are not happy here. And you really should go and do what you were meant to do and be a soldier. Jess wants to know <sighs> Matt's dad seems to be going back to Iraq. What will happen to Matt and his grandma? 
Mm-hmm. I feel like Matt's going to be living with the Taylors. But what about Grandma? I know. They... What, what's going on with Grandma? While it would be really hard and devastating on a family, I think Grandma needs help beyond what Matt can obviously give her at this point. And Henry has done truly... I mean, he's trying to help. He's trying to figure out, sorting out her medical needs and what insurance does she carry and, like, doesn't know how to help her. Um, He knows how to help her, like, on paper, but doesn't know how to actually help of her physically. Where Matt does, like, that scene where, like, he walks in after being home, uh, after working, and he walks into the kitchen, and Matt turns around, looks at Grandma, and Grandma looks at him, and he smiles at her, like, it's okay. It I just, know. he knows how to manipulate grandma and he's and so sad he's like dad she's getting better i'm like oh honey no she's not she needs more help than you can provide for her so i predict not that i really want to see it happen but i predict maybe they'll set her up in some sort of like assisted living um and he can at least go visit her all the time but he needs i think he's gonna live with the tailors this is gonna be some sort of like Growing pains. You really feel after this. You've been spe- after school this. special or something. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm feeling it. I don't know. All right. Because where else is he going to go? And that's what when I know we'll get to Tyra, but I'm like, where else is she going to go? Where are these kids going to go? Coaching the guidance counselor. Come on in. <laughs> we'll be one big happy family. So the last part I want to discuss is choice. This had to deal with Angela, who is Tyra's mom, who we get to meet. Oh. <sighs> And the decision she's going to make with her abusive boyfriend. So we finally get a peek into Tyra's home life. This is what I was so excited for. Yeah, Not same. that this is great, but then we get some more of Tyra. No, we get we get um, her character development and why she is the way she is. Yeah. So we open up to her getting ready for school and Bob. Oh, he would be a Bob. boyfriend is just sitting there with his cup of coffee making comments about inappropriate comments about Tyra and how she looks with her low-rise jeans. Yeah, that's just really disgusting. And And I was like, is this the father or stepfather? Michelle's like, boyfriend. It's boyfriend. (laughs) And he's also holding up his cup. Yeah, like, serve me. Serve me some coffee. But we also see that Tyra loves her mom so much. She She hugs and kisses her before she leaves for school. Love you, mom. And Bob is just absolutely trash. Trash. White ass trash. Toxic. On the bottom of the barrel. Right. <laughs> so then we see how Angela and Bob relationship is. They have a lot of fights and he's very abusive. Daily, apparently. And he goes to hit her, which is not the first time. And Tyra, I think, pops and freaks out. Oh, I loved this so I much. Tears. Oh, me too. I was I, when all was said and done and he like left, I started to cry. She <laughs> I don't know what she grabbed. It was such a quick scene. It was like the fire. Um, what is that? Oh my god, the chimney, like a sti- poker. Yeah, like okay. the poker. I think. And she, she was like motherfucker. Him. No, a screaming and about to beat him, and then gets, he's scared. He is, and he get. She gets in his face like, "Do it, hit me. Hit what are you gonna do? do? What it. are you gonna do?" It was such an intense scene, and it was I hated such it. good acting. It was great, but I hated it. Oh, I know, but it was so so good to defend her mom like that. And Angela is the next day. She's so upset. She's in bed. She's self-medicating. Yeah. And she's like, I I don't know what I'm going to do. 
I don't want to be alone. And Tyra's like, you're not alone, mom. You have me basically. And the mom like doesn't really say anything back to that, yeah. which is so sad. Yeah. But they do go to the rodeo together. It seems like they're having fun. They're, they won that like giant stuffed animal. Yeah. But then Bob shows up and it seems like she's going to take him back. And Tyra says, mom, I love you, but you are so stupid when it comes to men. You're a loser. She uses that word loser when it comes to men, which I loved that yeah and she says you're the best mom yeah you're a damn good she's like you're a great mom but you're stupid when it comes to men yeah and says you know if you take him back i'm moving out so you can choose yeah also i have to say while we see images of angela and tyra at the rodeo tim is tim is noticing we What's some, happening? We see some glimpses of what Tim. What is happening, He's Tim? just observing. As you said, He's, you like an observing Tim. I like an observing Tim. Take it all in. Take it all in. And then he came to terms with what he was, how he felt. And he saw a very upset Tyra. And he's like, I'm sorry about my shittiness towards you. And you shouldn't have to deal with that. I'm sorry that your mom is going through that. I'm sorry you're going through that. It was a wonderful Tim Riggins scene. It was really genuine. And it was he, so genuine. He asks if there's, any part of you that will take me back, it will be so different. I was like, wait, Tim, wait, why are you saying this? I think uh, <laughs> I was surprised that he said that. I don't know why. I why was I surprised, Alyssa? Why were you surprised? You I don't were know. really surprised. I was really surprised. I was like, wow, Tim, whoa. And then I was like, well, you know, I think he realizes Tyra's hot shit and he's like damn it I really messed that up yeah. I didn't treat her well at least he apologized and recognized that and I think this whole Lila me kill, you know hurting my best friend whole fiasco and then his brother just everything the, all the stressors in his life now he's finally like I'm ready to be mature and, and not not mature but like take a step and apologize for the things I did so when Tyra said, I wish I could, but I'm not going to, I was like, hell yes. And also she'd be like, I'd be a hypocrite. I'd be a hypocrite. I don't want to see my mom make my, I don't want to make the same mistakes my mom has done. I'm like, yes, yes queen. Yes, queen. Yes, queen. I was like, I want so much for you. I want so much for Tim. I want you guys to just grow and be mature. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Yeah, down the line, if you've both, you know, matured into really healthy people who can hold a healthy relationship, then, hey, I'm all here for so, it. So Jess asked, do you think they may still get back together at some point or has that ship sailed? I don't know about that. I don't know. It's really, it's so hard for me to make like relationship predictions Yeah, it, in this show yeah, so yeah, far yeah, yeah. because I can see it really going any way. I mean, we're in the very first season. We're with very young people, 15, 16, 17 years old. Like anything could happen in the next five seasons. So it's really hard for me to make relationship predictions. I feel like maybe, and this is, I'm just going to throw it out there when we get to like season five in the finale, you guys are going to be laughing at me, but like maybe Sailor, maybe their end game. I don't know. But the other couples I really struggle with because I feel like it could go either way. And I know it's a little teaser, but in next week's picture, it's Tyra and Jason sitting together. I think. Yes. So I know we're going to get more of that. And not that I'm shipping them in a I'll relationship. Say this so you don't harp on it. Yeah. It's, it's like a brief. I'm not harping on it. There's nothing to even but 
I feel like you know it could go it could go either way. Like Tyra and Jason, maybe. I mean, not Tyra and Jason. Lila and Jason might not work in the long run. Maybe that's just our lives are going to go in different paths, and maybe others will come together. So we'll see. I do. I like. I don't like or dislike Tyra and Tim being together. I just was surprised to be <laughs> be like, can I get a second chance now? Just, and it was genuine. It was genuine. He's like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try. I would be. It would be so different. It would be so different. And I'm even like, as well, how he many times the guys say that, but he says sorry. Yeah, I shouldn't have said. <laughs> like, that. Like, oh, I can't. I had to get this out. I had to get but off my also, chest. Vic wants to know: Do you sense so when cute. something is wrong with friends? Um. Yes. Yeah. I find myself to be pretty intuitive to the people around me. Like. Yeah, I definitely think that I could tell. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. Yeah. Usually, yeah. And I usually will say what's wrong. And we also both are like, this is what happened to me today. Right. I'm a very open book. Like if you Same. are in my inner circle, you know. You know already. I am vomit at the mouth. Yeah. I will tell you whether you like it or not. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So the next day, Tyra is seen packing. Oh, and she's crying. She's crying. But her mom tells her, no, of course I didn't choose Bob. I chose mm. you which I love so also much. Also cried a little here. I know. Jess wants to know, do you think the mom will stay away from her abusive boyfriend as promised? I really hope so. Are we going to do that uh, path that we have done on television where, I'm like going back to the OC, like you see the pattern of this parent and the parents like, it's never going to happen again. Like but then exactly. And then later on, it's like, it happened again and yeah. it keeps happening. And then the, the kid gets at, at their wits end. And it's like, well, you have a parent that doesn't want to help themselves. So how do you function and be a good child when they're not really necessarily being a great parent and in a good environment? And she's seeing like, I don't want to be in this environment anymore. Like I want to get out. I want to get up and out of here. Yeah. So I could see it going either way. While I would hope that she won't continue with this pattern, she might. I think she might. The mom. Tish wants to know, what do you think of Angela? Well, she seems like a nice lady. She does, right? I can't really make much judgment other than she allows her partner to beat her. So not that, you know, she's, she's not strong enough to say I'm better than this. Her kid tells her that and she hears her. And I think, yeah, she probably is a a great mom. So going off of that, what do you think the message is? Will Mm. asks, what are we supposed to learn about Tyra and her mom with her backstory? (sighs) Right. What is the message? (sighs) That's so hard. I mean, we see. I think it's like, don't get. Like a, ch- a child not wanting to follow the patterns of their yes. parental. Right. Like you're learning unit. from it. Hopefully. Yeah. Like I'm going to learn from this right. and we're going to watch her learn from it. And she's going to be better off because she's learned from it. So in the long run, while it's a really shitty situation and I hope Angela doesn't allow this to continue for her, Tyra will be, um, thank you for teaching me a lesson. Right. In some weird and you hope she way. doesn't fall in the footsteps because this is what I'm used to seeing. Yeah. But it seems that Tyra's trying to break out of that. She already has. She has. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who she was before this. Obviously, dating Tim and her and Tim's relationship, if you could even call it a relationship, was 
like he didn't treat her the the best and she allowed that and now she's like i'm not doing it anymore i'm standing up for myself mom i hope you do the same right let's do it together let's do it like maybe i could be your role model and then her mom will be like you know what tyra you actually made me feel like i was important and i'm worth it right so maybe that's the lesson well other things to point out the panthers are going to the playoffs Yes, they are. We get that announcement obviously. during the rodeo. Yeah, like obviously. And also, we have the scene in the end. Buddy is in church. He's thanking the good Lord. The fact that the Panthers are going to the playoffs. I mean, like crying. He and, was like, I'm so happy. Thank you so much, also, Lord Jesus. If it's in your power, can we go to state? Please. I won't ask for anything else. What did you oh think of God. Buddy giving the American flag pin? to henry to wear the fact that he has just an american flag pin lying in his desk right so is, is he weird. using that on other people <laughs> probably most definitely hmm. yeah he is that he's a car salesman i mean he's the owner of the dealership so he's got to be like the cream of the, the creme de oh, la yeah. creme of like bullshit yeah and so he's like whatever sells whatever sells however that you got to wear the pin to say that you have, you know, served this country. Let people just believe that. And that's you sell yourself. And then, but he also says you did serve this country for 20 years. You, you should, should get recognized that. for that. You're the backbone of this country. He just, again, he's the, the perfect. He words he's it. a salesman. He knows exactly how to sell Henry on. You should do it this way. And also it's never a bad day for 5.9% financing. <laughs> so they just weren't financially ready. He's like, what? They're always ready. I love it. Uh, Tish, she says, a lot of podcasts rename the episodes. So if this wasn't named What to Do While You're Waiting, what would you ladies name it? They do. uh, A lot of our rewatch celebrity podcasts rename the episodes Mm -hmm. because they don't really talk about the episode at hand. They just talk about what has resonated with them. Right. Um, And while you're... While to do when you're waiting. What to do what to while do you're waiting. waiting is the title of this episode. Yeah, it didn't really. I didn't really understand that until I guess the waiting of being served and who's gonna are they gonna go to state uh, the playoffs. Playoffs. So I guess that makes sense. Um, this would be called. I never really thought yeah. of that. <laughs> like naming episodes. What would I name certain episodes? I don't know. This is a mouthful, though. This is a mouthful. It's like a really, it's a long sentence to have as a title. You got served. That's good. (laughs) But that, like, gives it away, right? But I like you got served. I'm trying to be more creative with it. I gotta go go clean my trumpet. Or she, what did she say? She's like, the trumpet's trumpet. trumpet's not gonna clean itself. Yeah. Uh, she also wants to know, why do you think in a show that's all about football, they decided to have football sort of be in the background? Yeah, I think because then we would be watching something on ESPN <laughs> or, you know, like a, a documentary. It, it's essentially a documentary style of these kids that play on a football team. So uh, you need to have the heart in there to... Yeah to build these characters and have the the audience be interested to know them and also to watch the football like oh and then you know it's even better if they win or and you feel like really shitty if they lose like you feel for these characters so the element of the sport is like 
a character in itself on the show, but we don't need it. Right. In every episode. Like, it's just something that's always there, but we it's, don't need to, like, focus on it. Right. It's always the event that's it's always the going event. to be it's the in, main. It's like in the OC, like, parties all the time or Gossip Girl parties all the time. Like, the party in this is football. Like, anything. Right. We go to football games. Everything's surrounded by football. So, yeah. You just need those those characters. Right. And we love, I love them so far. Aren't they great? Every single one of them. <gasps> Maybe not Lila, but every single one of them. Even Lila, she's doing okay. <laughs> she was okay this episode. She was fine. She didn't have much to say, she's so but supportive. she was very supportive. So I'll give her that. We have to give her that. She's very supportive. Yes. Music in this episode, we had Jake Owen, Iron and Wine, Walter Hyatt, and Tony Price. What was your favorite quote? Uh, I got a trumpet that needs polishing. I loved that. And um, those are just people. You were my quarterback. That's my favorite quote. <laughs> buddy and also they're people you're my quarterback <laughs> hey do you hunt <laughs> that's like gotta go sir Buddy's just so excited to have uh the quarterback's dad working for him and also for matt to come to him yeah he was really happy he yeah. felt like oh my god god has sent and me also, something little. <laughs> and also so glad we don't want you going away because matt explains if my dad doesn't get a job i'll have to go i'm going to oklahoma. oklahoma but he's like we don't want that we can't have matt leave how about let's go over to coach's corner what was your favorite moment i mean i guess this is a co- the only true like coach's moment was it's every moment with jason every time he has that moment with jason yeah. it's like that's coach's corner right yeah true <laughs> he didn't say anything he didn't need to say anything he just understood what jason was saying but i did enjoy i just like when he's funny too like him just smiling when julie was like love you guys he's like <laughs> He's just a funny dude. I right. My favorite. I'm gonna give it to Mrs. Coach this yes, week. Mrs. Coach. Her saying she's gonna help Matt, and she gives those frozen meals, and also says, hmm, "Yes, some terrible happened." I also, I fully, 100 percent agree. I love, 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 love. I love Tammy. She is like probably one of like out of all the shows that we watch, maybe on the top of like one of my favorite characters ever right? so far. She's so good. That would be a really fun bonus episode if we were to like just talk about like all of our shows combined and like what characters we love the most and which one we like we definitely hated the most oh a mashup episode. a mashup episode would be fun maybe for like summer programming we will do that over summer programming. yeah i'll write that down we'll write that down. <laughs> we'll write that down <laughs> <laughs> i love it all right let's go into mvp and shittiest i got it do you have your mvp sure do all right here we go yep Three, two, two one, Tyra. Tyra. Yes, we had votes for Julie for being supportive girlfriend. Yes. And we had it also for Tyra as well. But it was between Tyra and Julie this episode. I mean, you guys know why Tyra. Like, I was in all of her in the whole episode. I thought she acted the shit out of this episode. Oh, my gosh. She was phenomenal. And she is not letting anyone step on her anymore that's she's not one-dimensional she's not at all she's not and even in the first episode you meet her and you think it could go that way where oh she's just a girl that likes to have a good time with tim and mm-hmm. doesn't really care all that much about football but no she's got way more depth than like most of them yeah yeah so go tyra go tyra do you have your shittiest yeah yeah but, we had a mashup. Yeah. 
All right. You ready? Yeah. Yeah. Three, Three two, two, one, smash. smash. Yeah. So oh, had, Bob. Yeah. We had votes for Bob. We have votes for Smash. Kim made me laugh. She's she starts off with Buddy for that prayer. No, just kidding. <laughs> yes. Angela, uh, Bob, Will, he voted for Angela, mm-hmm. and he said her final choice may have been a good one, but I was put into the situation with an abusive stepdad in high school, and in these cases, there is always a point where you lose sight of your children's needs over your own romantic ones. Absolutely. It's best not to get to that point. If she turns it around next episode, she might as well be MVP. I can't 100% blame here. Abuse is a cycle, but she needs to be strong enough to get out of it for Tyra in the future. So, Will, thank you for sharing Beautiful, that Beautiful, Will. Story. And so well said. Absolutely. Life that you went through an yeah. abusive stepdad. Yeah. I mean, totally Bob, because what a shithead. I totally, I totally got the Angela. I picked Smash just because I didn't like his cocky attitude, but like... We had votes for Smash. I totally understand why he is the way he is, too. Right. And then his owning it in the end of, I know I'm self-absorbed. I know I'm the Smash baby. Yeah, he's... Does that make it better? At least he apologized. He genuinely did. He did. But also, like, that's me. Take it or leave it. (laughs) <laughs> right and don't we all kind of want to be like we that? all kind of want to be like that absolutely yeah so a little bit of like your cocky attitude but it's like well i'm i know my self-worth so if you want to be with me you can be with me as i always say i know who i am yeah i know i'm not going camping exactly why would i even pretend like i'm gonna go camping i know who i am <laughs> i say this all the time with certain things i know who i am in the chat we had uh tyra for mvp and bob for shitty yeah all yeah, around yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. Let's go into a booster of the week list. Who are we supported by? Booster of the week. You're a total booster. We are supported by Will William. Will. Will. Will was our guest on three Gossip Girls podcast this week. When I tell you it was an excellent conversation, if you haven't listened, you should definitely check it out. Not to brag. Not to brag or anything. Um, But we just want to say thank you, Will. And we loved that you added your personal story today. That meant so much to us. And I'm sure the listeners love to hear that point as well. And you are one of a kind. We love to hear from you. We love your treats. And we thank you for all that you do for our network. Yeah. Love you, Will. Thank you, Will. Well, yeah. Uh, so usually at this point of the point, point part part. of the show, we beg you for Apple Podcast review, which please do if you haven't. But on to the new thing, we want to <laughs> just share a little bit about our Patreon network, which we plug lightly every week. But in case you're wondering what we do over on our Patreon, we have Topic Tuesdays, we have Birthday Club. We have chances for you to enter to be a guest yeah, on Tish our was on last podcast. week. Yes. Well, this week on Three Gossip Girls Pod. We do that with both of the shows. Yep. It is a lot of fun. And we have two tiers and you get to join us live. We're for, live tonight. The for, girls are in the chat. On You know, you can watch us if that's your thing. Or you can also join us in Discord, Will's which is the like chat. the best <laughs> group chat ever. And you can watch live as we watch the episodes so we can chat as we watch along. We do group hangs. We do yeah. movie nights. Discord was probably one of the best things that ever happened to our network. <laughs> I think so. I think the people really love Discord. And that's for the Upper East Siders tier. So yeah. just wanted to give a rundown of our Patreon. We're super proud of it. Everybody who's over there who supports us runs the show. Yeah. 
you essentially are the producers and yeah because every penny that we make on patreon it goes right back into our network i mean you've heard this before but when i tell you it literally does yeah we run because of our patrons so if that interests you and you want to be a part of the family and you want to join our family chat, we have a, like a thread. The Discord chat is a family text message. Not that like that's fun all the time, but you can turn off the notifications if you don't want. You can. <laughs> all right. And we talk where it's going. It's going 24-7. Seven days a week. We have lots of people that are in different time zones. So it's always going. Someone's always chatting, which we love. So, so shout out to all of our yeah. buddies. You guys are the best. Yeah, you guys are. All right, Liz. I give you a look into next game's playbook. 113. That's right. It's called Little Girl, I Want to Marry You. Oh, girl. What's with these titles? They're so long. Little Girl, I Want to Marry You. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. So I'm going to give you the four words. I have a lot of things. Okay. Give you the four words. You have Destiny, Report, Campaign, and candor jess's light prediction i think the lawsuit is going to mess up the potential college coach for i mean for the potential (laughs) job for coach excuse me as i stumble over my words i want to know what you think about smash and his ego and his storyline because kim she said that it was quite triggering for her this whole smash's storyline in this episode because of these self-absorbed athletes she feels waverly's pain where are we going with that Oh my god, there's so much. Is that gunshots or t- or? I don't think that's gunshots. No, we don't know. <laughs> no, I think that was just like maybe shoveling because <laughs> we had a big storm. Yes, still like my parking lot's like an ice skating rink oh, at yeah. this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A destiny r- report campaign candor candor. Maybe that's with coach. Okay, like he's got to put on this like brave like it's not gonna they're not gonna let it get to him he's gonna put he's just gonna be mm-hmm. you know like, yeah like, i got he's, he's just gonna be you gotta face it yes i just i don't know the I word handle it. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> gotcha. um campaign maybe lila is going to start a campaign to do some funds for jason then i think that's going to lead to Jason being like, let's get married, Lila. You're so supportive of me. Okay. It's our destiny to be together, but really and truly reality, their destiny is not to be together. Right. I'm just spitballing here, people. Yeah. Report. Someone has a report. Do, but then it's like, maybe this has to do something like someone's writing a report up on coach and the school report card maybe someone's doing very badly in oh, school someone's okay. doing very well in school mm-hmm. maybe i would love to see another tim and landry pair up with but then again he i think he got it together i think he got it together <laughs> i'm just rambling now. yeah <laughs> um all right light predictions smash smash and um waverly though i think in next week's episode we're going to find out that Smash is on the steroids from a report Ooh, on him. Okay. Some sort of drug test and it's going to be reported nice. on his file. Okay. Destiny, though. Destiny's still like resonating like Lila and, and 
uh-huh. uh, right. Jason with me. Good, good, good. Campaign good, good. candor. Yeah, that's all I got for now. Okay, I love you, these predictions, though. What do you think about Henry? Oh, do I think Henry is gone? He he might as well be. Like, go, dude. You don't want to be here. You didn't even fight Matt on it. You're like, well, I he guess. He was better and in this episode. He was, but he's honest. Matt's like, I can tell on your face, like, you don't want to be here. It's like, he doesn't have to be a car salesman. He could do any, he could do other things. He could be a recruiter. He, you know, he could do something. The jobs are, I know they're slim. They're slim. Yeah. Oh, I want to say he's probably going. I want to say he's probably going. He's not going to stick around. Maybe he'll eventually come back and visit, but I have a feeling like that's probably the end. We're not going to get Matt's dad again. Maybe down the line we'll get Matt's mom, but maybe not Matt's dad anymore. Okay. You did a good job. Okay, thank you, thank you. Very good job. I have, a, as always, a Will's Football Poetry Corner. Yes. Will. The Blind Side. Yes. The Blind Side is the QB's weak spot. If he is right-handed, it is the left side. If he is left-handed, it's the right side. Makes sense. When his back is turned, the defense tries to shake him down for whatever he has. Jason's family is trying to blindside Coach Taylor with a lawsuit. They also blindside Jason in the process. I was like, that's not the end of it. I remember reading this one. <laughs> Julie is blindsided by Smash's impromptu double date. Leaving Smash exposed to some embarrassment when his blind spot is revealed, he can't hack it intellectually with Waverly. Yes, well! Like, Beautiful. I read this the first time. Wrap that up in like this a little so, shiny so, box. So, so good. So good. Apologize for the freezing of the page there. <laughs> Every week, Will comes through. Excellent. Every single week. All of you come through. Every week, all of our patrons, our Bettys, they submit the questions and the comments, and we keep this conversation flowing, and we just love you oh so much. So much. You guys, I mean, who would we be talking to? Each other, I guess. I guess so. Which would be good, but kind of boring. Not really, but you know. Yeah, we just want want to hear from you. We love all of our listeners. We want you to reach out if you have any questions, if you have any comments. You can email us, TalkinTexasForever at gmail.com. It's in the description for the episode. And if you want to join us on Patreon, it's also in the description for the episode. So you get to scale there. And if you're enjoying on Apple Podcasts and you haven't yet. You want to rate it? Please tap five stars. Yeah. And review and enjoy on any uh, other podcast listening platform. Or everywhere. Literally yeah. everywhere. Everywhere you can't escape it. You can't escape Even us. if you tried. <laughs> that is all for this week for What to Do While You're Waiting. We'll be back next week for episode 13. Oh, cannot wait. Little girl, I want to marry you. Little girl, I want to marry you. What does that you. mean, guys? What does that we'll mean? We'll find out. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Talking Texas Forever, a Friday Night Lights podcast. You can email us at TalkingTexasForever at gmail.com. If you're interested in seeing what we do with this show and all of our others, head over to Instagram at TotalBettyPodcast.org. This has been a Total Betty podcast, produced and edited by Michelle Rubenstein and Alyssa Tenio, music by Anthony Vacora.